Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 89 verses 1 through 18. I will sing of the Lord's loyal love forever. I will proclaim your faithfulness with my own mouth from one generation to the next. That's why I say your loyal love is rightly built forever. You establish your faithfulness in heaven. You said, I made a covenant with my chosen one. I promised my servant David, I will establish your offspring forever. I will build up your throne from one generation to the next. Heaven thanks you for your wondrous acts, Lord, for your faithfulness, too, in the assembly of the holy ones. Is there any in the sky who could compare to the Lord? Who among the gods is equal to the Lord? God is respected in the council of the holy ones. God is awesome and revered more than all those around him. Who is like you, Lord God of heavenly forces? Mighty God, your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule over the surging sea. When its waves rise up, it's you who makes them still. It's you who crushed Rahab like a dead body. You scattered your enemies with your strong arm. Heaven is yours, the earth too, the world and all that fills it. You made all of it, north and south. You created them, the mountains Tabor and Hermon shout praises to your name. You have a powerful arm, your hand is strong, your strong hand is raised high. Your throne is built on righteousness and justice. Loyal love and faithfulness stand in front of you. The people who know the celebratory shout are truly happy. They walk in the light of your presence, Lord. They rejoice in your name all day long and are uplifted by your righteousness because you are the splendor of their strength by your favor, you make us strong, because our shield is the Lord's own. Our king belongs to the Holy One of Israel. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Chronicles chapter 31, verses 2-21. through 21. Hezekiah reappointed the priests and the Levites, each to their divisions and their tasks to make entirely burned offerings and well-being sacrifices, to serve, to give thanks, and to offer praise in the gates of the Lord's camp. As his portion, the king personally contributed the entirely burned offerings for the morning and evening sacrifices, as well as the entirely burned offerings for the Sabbaths, new moons, and festivals, as written in the Lord's instruction. He ordered the people living in Jerusalem to provide the required portion for the priests and the Levites so they could devote themselves to the Lord's instruction. As soon as the order was issued, the Israelites generously gave the best of their grain, new wine, oil, honey, and all their crops, a tenth of everything, a huge amount. The people of Israel and Judah living in the cities of Judah, also brought in a tenth of their herds and flocks and a tenth of the items that had been dedicated to the Lord their God, stacking it up in piles. They began stacking up the piles in the third month and finished them in the seventh. When Hezekiah and the officials saw the piles, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. When Hezekiah asked the priests and Levites about the piles, the chief priest, Azariah, who was from Zadok's family, answered, Ever since the people started bringing contributions to the Lord's temple, we've had enough to eat with plenty to spare. 
the Lord has definitely blessed his people. There's a lot left over. So Hezekiah ordered them to prepare storerooms in the Lord's temple. When they finished preparing them, the priest conscientiously brought in the contributions, the tenth part gifts, and the dedicated things. Conaniah, a Levite, was put in charge, assisted by his brother Shemai, while Jehiel and Azaziah, Nahath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliel, Ismachiah, Mahath, and Benaiah served as supervisors under them, as appointed by King Hezekiah and Azariah, the official in charge of God's temple. The Levite Koreh, Imna's son, was, who was keeper of the East Gate, was in charge of the spontaneous gifts to God. He was responsible for distributing the contribution reserved for the Lord and the dedicated gifts. Eden, Meniamin, Jeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shechaniah faithfully assisted him regarding the priests by distributing the portions to their relatives, old and young alike, by divisions. Additionally, they also distributed daily rations to those males, registered by genealogy, three years old and older, all who entered the Lord's temple to carry out their daily duties as their divisions required. They also distributed to those priests registered by their families and to Levites 20 years of age and older according to their divisional responsibilities. The official genealogy included all their small children, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, the entire congregation, for they had faithfully made themselves holy. As for Aaron's descendants, the priests who lived in the outskirts of the city, men who were assigned to distribute portions to every male among the priests, and every Levite listed in the genealogical record. This is what Hezekiah did throughout all Judah, doing what the Lord his God considered good, right, and true. Everything that Hezekiah began to do for the service of God's temple, whether by the instruction or the commands, in order to seek his God, he did successfully and with all his heart. Today's New Testament reading comes from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1-17. through 17. From Paul, who is an apostle of Jesus Christ by the command of God our Savior, and of Christ Jesus our hope. To Timothy, my true child in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Christ Jesus our Lord. When I left Macedonia, I asked you to stay behind in Ephesus, so that you could instruct certain individuals not to spread wrong teachings. They shouldn't pay attention to myths and endless genealogies. Their teaching only causes useless guessing games instead of faithfulness to God's way of doing things. The goal of instruction is love from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. Because they missed this goal, some people have been distracted by talk that doesn't mean anything. They want to be teachers of, of law without understanding either what they are saying or what they are talking about with such confidence. Now we know that the law is good if used appropriately. We understand this. The law isn't established for a righteous person, but for people who live without laws and without obeying any authority. They are the ungodly and the sinners. They are people who are not spiritual, and nothing is sacred to them. They kill their fathers and mothers and murder, murder others. They are people who are sexually unfaithful and people who have intercourse with the same sex. They are kidnappers, 
liars, individuals who give false testimonies in court, and those who do anything else that is opposed to sound teaching. Sound teaching agrees with the glorious gospel of the blessed God that has been trusted to me. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has given me strength because he considered me faithful. So he appointed me to ministry, even though I used to speak against him, attack his people, and I was proud. But I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and without faith. Our Lord's favor poured all over me, along with the faithfulness and love that are in Christ Jesus. This saying is reliable and deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I'm the biggest sinner of all. But this is why I have shown mer I was shown mercy, so that Christ Jesus could show his endless patience to me first of all. So I'm an example for those who are going to believe in him for eternal life. Now, to the king of the ages, to the immortal, invisible, and only God, may honor and glory be given to him forever and always. Amen. Today's gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. When Jesus and his disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives. Jesus gave two disciples a task saying to them, go into the village over there. As soon as you enter it, you will find tied up there a colt that no one has ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say its master needs it. He will send it back right away. They went and found a colt tied to a gate outside on the street and they untied it. Some people standing around said to them, what are you doing untying the colt? They told him just what Jesus said and they left them alone. They brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes upon it, and he sat on it. Many people spread out their clothes on the road while others spread branches cut from the fields. Those in front of him and those following were shouting, Hosanna, blessing on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David, Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. After he looked around at everything, because it was already late in the evening, he returned to Bethany with the Twelve. Captivator of a searching heart This Jesus How precious Mender of a million shattered parts This Jesus Relentless Oh, oh, this Jesus, this Jesus, so wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he? Isn't he 
Beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, isn't he? Giver of a grace that none could earn, this Jesus extravagant. Keeper of his promise and his word, such goodness, such faithfulness, oh, so wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he? Beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, isn't he? adored and you alone be glorified and praised and you alone be honored and adored and you alone be glorified and praised and you alone will reign forevermore and you alone are the name above all names yes you alone will reign forevermore and you alone are the name above all names so Wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he, beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, isn't he. Isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he? The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, 
eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured or oppressed be with them supply their needs and bring justice today we pray lord we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the end of Psalm 89. Bless the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow.
New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Isn't He This Jesus, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.